Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Lilith Stopwatch Part 1 by Tinker Toymaker Chapter 1 I'm trudging home after a long day's work. It's barely three in the afternoon, and I'm already exhausted. The big box store I work at scheduled me to close last night and open this morning, even though it's supposedly against company policy. Like most big businesses, they don't really care about their employees and pull shit like this all the time. Lack of rest combined with a busy day and more than the usual number of bad customers equals a very tired Ben, short for Benjamin, but I never use my full name if I don't have to. Luckily I live less than a mile from work so I don't really need a car, not that I could afford one on the low wages anyways. I really should try to find a job somewhere else. I look up and realize I've walked down the main road a block past my usual side street. Rather than double back I turn down this street instead. They both run into the angled street my house is on so it's the same distance. I generally avoid this stretch though because it's a block of old empty storefronts that's sort of depressing and sort of creepy. I'm too tired to care about either of those right now. I barely notice the faded paint on the bricks and the plywood on some boarded up doors and windows. Everything is run down and dingy from obvious neglect. Just over halfway down the block I stop in surprise. A store is actually open. I peer through the glass window of what looks like some kind of weird antique store. For some reason I feel like I should check it out. I have plenty of time today since I'm scheduled to close again tomorrow, and my exhaustion suddenly doesn't seem as bad now. I look at myself in the window reflection, a tired 25-year-old with rumpled jeans and faded t-shirt. I'm on the pale side of white dude and I sunburn more than tan. I'm a little taller than average at six feet tall with sort of messy dark brown hair. I've been told I'm fairly handsome but I see myself as more average. Same with being in shape. I don't go to the gym but I walk most places and have a physically demanding job so I'm in decent shape and fairly lean. Though I've been single for a few months now, previous girlfriends have seemed happy with my looks and body. I try to straighten my hair but there's not a lot I can do to look more presentable right now. Sighing ruefully I push on the glass door, not really paying attention to the name painted on it. An old-style bell rings above me as the door opens and I walk into the shop. It's seen better days, but the place seems well taken care of. The floor is made of huge wooden planks but isn't dusty at all. Looking up the ceiling has huge dark beams with more huge planks above. It's odd and doesn't seem to match the rundown brick exterior. There are tightly packed rows of shelves and stands and tables, all mismatched with a wide variety of items on display. What's interesting is that unlike most antique-slash-junk shops, nothing is crowded. Everything has its own special display spot. The items and stands and shelves are a seemingly completely random assortment with no apparent organization for anything. What looks like a milky white 60s casserole dish is on a medieval three-legged table right next to an old 20s radio on some 80s cartoon shelves. No item seems to really match the furniture it's on. Welcome to my store. I jump and shiver at the voice. Jump in surprise and shiver at how incredibly sultry and sexy she sounds. I look around and find the usual old register on a wooden counter. It's next to a glass case packed full of all sorts of spare mechanical parts. Behind the case is a tall, voluptuous woman. 
She's easily the sexiest person I've ever met in person. Tall, buxom, and stunningly gorgeous with raven black hair and long curls going down her back. Her eyes look dark, maybe brown. I can't really tell and I'm distracted by looking elsewhere anyways. She's wearing a low-cut blouse that reminds me of a renaissance fair and she's showing lots of cleavage. Her breasts are huge, bigger than her head. And her top seems like it's barely containing them. They look natural even though they are far perkier than big natural breasts usually are. I can tell because she's clearly not wearing a bra. Her giant boobs sway enticingly, and her nipples are very obvious through the thin fabric. I'm usually good at not staring at women but I have a hard time pulling my gaze away from her massive chest and prominent nipples. She smiles at the attention. Are you just browsing or looking at something in particular? Her voice drips with sex appeal and my above-average cock is already uncomfortably rock-hard in my pants. I'm, uh, uh, I'm just browsing. I stammer like I've never seen a beautiful woman before. Okay, she says leaning on the counter seductively. If you see anything you like just let me know. The corners of her mouth twitch up like she's trying not to laugh at my blatant staring as she deliberately shows even more cleavage. I would be happy to help you with anything. She looks pointedly at the tent in my pants and licks her lips. Anything at all. I manage to mumble something about just browising and quickly walk away. She seems equal parts incredibly arousing and somehow incredibly dangerous. I should probably flee the shop entirely but instead I go into the rows of shelves and tables full of random items. I get the feeling there's something here I should get. I just don't know what it is. I wander around for several minutes taking things in. Some things seem more interesting than others with no rhyme or reason. Items I might have otherwise liked I skip over and some things I normally wouldn't care about intrigue me. It's very strange but I keep walking until something really catches my eye. I stop and stare at a stopwatch, an old metal one that's tarnished slightly from use. It's sitting on an angular, three-legged side table with an intricately detailed geometric pattern of wood inlay on top. After at least a minute, maybe more, I slowly reach out and shakily pick up the stopwatch. I feel something when I touch it that's almost a static shock but not quite. It's about two inches in diameter and has the usual central knob to wind it with a metal button on either side. It fits perfectly in my hand, almost like it was made for me. Ah, now that is an excellent find! I turn to see the sexy woman from the front standing a few feet away looking very happy. Her titanic breasts are still barely contained in her low-cut blouse, and her matching long skirt is tied up in the front like a cabaret dancer, exposing her long, shapely legs up above mid-thigh. While her breasts seem about to pop free it seems like her pussy is less than an inch from being exposed. I try not to stare at her but my eyes roam over her sexy body. I'm so glad you resisted my charms. I've been waiting for someone to find this particular piece for a long time. Even though she's not saying anything overtly sexual I'm instantly hard and horny again. How would you like to have that for a while? She asks stepping closer to me. Free of charge. Just promise to come back here every few weeks and let me know how much you like it. I stand there stupefied by her beauty. Everything about her is sexy. She even smells sexy, almost like her scent of arousal is wafting in the air. Her presence is intoxicating and I almost desperately want to rip her clothes off and perform any kind of sex act she wants. Despite the temptation I manage to keep myself in check and I nod. She looks impressed at my resistance. I need to hear you say it. She stares at me hungrily. Say so you'll accept this gift in exchange for returning to me at least once every new moon. I open and close my mouth a few times and sway in place. I focus on the cool metal in my hand instead of the terrifyingly beautiful woman. Something just feels right about holding the watch and I need it. I...
I'll accept this gift in exchange for returning to you at least once every new moon. Excellent. She claps her hands causing her massive breasts to jiggle wonderfully. There's a sharp feeling in my hand and the stopwatch briefly feels icy cold and burning hot swirled together before it quickly returns to normal. I can't wait to hear about all the fun you have with this. I shiver again as she traces an obsidian black fingernail down my jawline before abruptly turning around with a swirl of her skirt. She motions for me to follow and I do, watching her sensual feminine form the whole time. She leads me straight to the front door. I'm not going to tell you what it does, just have fun and play. You'll figure it out sooner or later and it'll be more exciting this way. Oh, and don't worry about losing it. You won't be able to. That seems more ominous than comforting. If you need anything just come back here and I'll be happy to take care of you. She says sensually as she opens the door for me. Not really knowing what to say I slowly nod and leave the store. Have fun! She says and gives my butt a little sweat. At least I think it was a little sweat. I get a huge jolt of arousal and I feel like I could come at any moment. I yelp and jump out of the door to sultry laughter. I turn around and see a dark storefront with heavy metal bars over the door and windows. I might think it was some exhaustion-based fever dream except I'm still holding the old metal stopwatch. Out in the daylight the stopwatch seems rather ordinary. Just a standard old mechanical stopwatch with a bit of tarnishing on it like it's been well used. Despite looking plain and used I know it's special. I just don't know how. As I start walking home again I try turning the center knob to wind it but it seems stuck. I press the left button and my whole body suddenly feels weird. Almost like I'm mildly tingling all over. I quickly press the button again and the feeling stops. I press the button a few more times and the same odd feeling occurs, switching on and off with the stopwatch. It's not bad, just odd and doesn't seem to do anything else. At the end of the block I turn on to the busier angled street I live on and press the right side button. Suddenly all sounds stop except for my breathing and my footsteps. Shocked, I stumble to a halt and look around. Not just the sound, but everything is stopped. The cars on the busy street aren't moving. Same with some woman walking her dog across the street. That's more freaky than the cars. She's frozen in mid-stride and looks like she should fall over. Same with the dog. Panicking slightly I push the right button again and everything starts moving normally with normal sound. I hit the button several times and the rest of the world stops and starts in rapid succession. I almost turn around and go straight back to the antiques shop but I keep walking. I'm extremely aroused but kind of terrified by that gorgeous woman. There's something about her that seems off. I need to cross the street but this strip of road doesn't have well-marked crosswalks. It's always a bit dangerous crossing the four lanes of traffic with cars zipping by. I realize I have a way to make it far easier to cross in my hand. I push the right button and everything stops again. This way I can easily walk across the road without worrying about getting run over. From how excited that sexy shopkeeper was I doubt this is what she had in mind when she said to have fun. It's very odd to walk in between cars that had been speeding by, them, and their occupants frozen, in place. I end up near the woman walking her dog, about a house in front of her, and she's looking my way. Well, looking forward where I happen to be now. What will happen when I unfreeze time? I carefully push the button and watch to see what she does, which is to simply keep walking her dog. She doesn't seem to notice that I appeared out of nowhere. I test her reaction by stopping time, walking a few steps towards her, and starting time again. She doesn't react to me suddenly moving and appearing somewhere else either. I even start time with me standing a few feet in front of her. The reaction of, Oops, excuse me, and casually steering her lab mix around me is bizarre. 
Even the dog doesn't seem to care. It sniffs me curiously and keeps walking. As she walks by I finally really notice what she looks like. I was so focused on the stopwatch I didn't really pay attention before. She's a thirty-ish year old athletic woman with sandy blonde hair up in a ponytail. A wave of lust hits me as I see most of her fairly toned body. She has tight denim shorts and a tank top on for the hot summer day here in Denver. I stop time again so she doesn't notice me staring. I'm normally not like this but I'm so aroused right now I can't take my eyes off her. Lots of sun-kissed golden skin is showing with her outfit. She has a nice butt in her tight shorts but I walk around her to see her front. I like the female form I'm general but I especially love breasts. She has hers covered with a fitted black tank top and black bra, judging by the straps on her shoulders. They're a good size, maybe a C cup, that suits her moderately athletic body well. A wave of arousal hits me and I realize my cock is uncomfortably hard in my jeans again. It went down some on my walk but ever since the store I think it hasn't been lower than half-mast. Maybe some lingering effect from the shopkeeper? I'm so turned on right now it's hard to care. I look around furtively, which is silly with time stopped. With nobody moving or watching I unzip my jeans and pull my throbbing cock out of my briefs. I've always been a big voyeur and I like the idea of exhibitionism and doing things in public. I've never really had a chance to do much though. The couple of girlfriends I've had weren't into it, and it's a pretty risky proposition when there are so many cameras out there. Heck, nearly everybody has a camera on their phone. Before I can stop myself I start masturbating to the woman in front of me. I've never masturbated to someone like this, not even with my previous girlfriends. I'm so turned on right now I doubt I'll last very long. Except I do. A few frustrating minutes later I'm still hard, still jacking off and still horny and wanting release. I kind of know it's wrong but in my extremely aroused state I reach out to the woman and grope her breast. I love playing with breasts, and that almost does it for me. Without thinking my hand pulls the straps off her shoulder and down her arm before going back to her chest. Pulling her top and brow down I expose one beautiful breast with its pink nipple and areola capping her soft mound. Groaning in need I grab her breast and start playing with it. I wasn't sure what to expect I'm frozen time but she feels soft and warm and wonderful. I even feel her nipple get firm under my attentions, reacting to me in the frozen timescape. With a shudder I start grunting as I finally have an orgasm. I lean forward against her, squeezing her bare breast as I spill my seed on the ground. Once my orgasm passes and I stop shaking I realize I'm still groping this random woman's breast, which still feels amazing even though part of me knows it's wrong. I stagger back and look down at my still semi-erect cock before glancing back at the woman with her one breast exposed. I feel a tiny lurch of arousal at the sight but it's a lot easier to ignore now. I quickly get my cock back in my briefs and zip up my pants. I fix her top and can't seem to help myself from teasing her firm nipples and giving both of her breasts a good squeeze as I do. I quickly take a few steps away from her and look at my hands. I realize I don't know where the stopwatch is and quickly pat myself down. Somehow it's in my pants pocket when I don't remember putting it there. I fish the stopwatch out and start time again. The woman, now a few feet away from me, stumbles slightly and moans in pleasure. She grabs her own breasts and gives herself a very firm squeeze before she notices me. Blushing she drops her hands guiltily. She seems embarrassed at getting caught playing with herself. Red-faced she turns quickly walks away with her dog. I hit the button and stop time again. Her sexy body and tight but are very tempting and I really want to do something else to her. I'm kind of freaking out though so instead I turn and run back the way I came. I don't stop until I'm in front of the antique store. 
I start time again and within a few seconds the door opens with the amazingly hot shopkeeper standing there. She has a huge smile on her face showing off her rather large canines. Is there something I can help you with? She asks in that same sexy sultry tone. I simply nod and with a laugh she waves me in. I didn't notice the name on the door before but this time I do. It slowly registers as I walk past it. I turn around to see the door closing and the backwards name clearly reads. Lilith's Emporium and Specialties. In gilt lettering. She laughs behind me. Two on the nose? That's not really my name, by the way, but you can call me that. I mainly chose that name to be funny. I turn around to see the same incredibly sexy woman is a little different and slowly shifting in front of me. Instead of black fingernails she has obsidian-looking claws. Matching black horns appear on her forehead and her skin shifts color to a brilliant royal blue. Her dark eyes turn bright purple and her wide smile and sharp teeth looks a lot more predatory now. She puts her arms up and gyrates sexily, slowly spinning in a circle to show off her amazing body. She stops and strikes a pose leaning forward with her magnificent rack on display and threatening to spill free of her top. I think you might have guessed what I am by now. I gulp nervously. You're a, a succubus, aren't you? Got it in one. Good job. Although I'm not exactly what your pop culture thinks a succubus is. She shrugs and I follow her glorious breasts as they bounce in her dress. She laughs at my rap stare. I might tell you more about this later. Depends on how much fun you have. I nod emphatically yes. I'll have lots of fun. I say while still staring at her massive chest. Lilith laughs. I knew you would be a good one. She licks her lips with an abnormally long tongue. Most people wouldn't even be able to talk, much less think straight right now. She laughs at my confused face. Earlier when I said you resisted my charms I really meant magic charms. You have a fairly strong will, otherwise I wouldn't be talking to you. Lilith looks down at my bulging pants. I'm guessing you have a few questions? I take a moment to gather my scattered thoughts. Being in close proximity to Lilith makes it hard to think straight. What's this? Is it cursed or something? I hold up the stopwatch. No, silly man, it's not cursed. More like blessed. It's one of my creations. I like making fun and interesting things. She waves and hand at the store behind her. These are all mine, each a unique work of art. Before you ask, they are all different and do different things. It's always so much fun when they get used. Lilith sighs happily. That one, she points to the stopwatch in my hand, has been sitting here for a long time waiting for the right person. It's never been used until now and I can't wait to see what you do with it. She seems very excited about this. Well, I already, am. Um, had some fun with it. I mumble. P.S.S.S.H. Small time fun. She waves a hand dismissively. Jerking off and groping a breast? That's nothing. Besides, you haven't even figured out what the other button does. Oh, I can't wait until you do. She waves a finger at me. I'm not going to tell you, though. It'll be more fun when you figure it out for yourself. Okay. I pause and gather my thoughts again. Can you tell me why my cock won't go down? And why I was so turned on I had to uh, masturbate like that? Oh, that's because I gave you a little gift with the stopwatch. Lilith says happily. You'll always be ready for sex on a moment's notice. Of course the flip side is that you'll always be fairly aroused. And you'll never get an STI or anything like that. Those aren't sexy at all. She pauses and looks sort of guilty. You're also kind of sterile now. Hope you didn't want any kids. But hey. No worrying about disease or knocking people up means you can have more fun sex. 
The more sexy fun, the better. Right. She absently caresses herself and I stare at her massive breasts as she squeezes them. Lilith laughs at my reaction and deliberately bounces her breasts. Ooh, you're so much fun. And you're going to have so much fun. Well, I'm a busy gal and have more tinkering to do. She waves back at what looks like a disassembled bread machine on the big glass counter. She opens the door again and pushes me out. If you have any more questions, save them for now. I'll see you in a few weeks after the next new moon. Now get out there and put that stopwatch to good use. She closes the door and the storefront goes from bright and lit up to barred, dark, and dingy again. I stare for a few minutes before turning and shambling home. My exhaustion returns with a vengeance but luckily I'm only a couple blocks away and make it home okay. I do use the stopwatch again to cross the busy road so I don't get run over. None of my housemates are home, which is good since I don't really feel like talking to anybody right now. I stumble up the stairs to my room on the second floor and kick my shoes off before flopping on my bed. After the exhausting day and bizarre afternoon I fall asleep almost immediately. Chapter 2 I slowly wake up, still face down on my bed. Groaning I roll over onto my back, realizing I slept in the clothes I wore to work. The blanket is a rumpled mess at the foot of the bed, and the sheets twisted under me probably need washing now. It's a fitting end to my exhausting day yesterday. It's still light out so I wonder how long I slept. I feel like I finally got enough sleep. So it's probably morning since I think I passed out around 4pm. I pull my phone out of my pocket and unlock it. I stare at it for a moment before it sinks in. It says 4.04pm. I slept for 24 hours. I was scheduled to close tonight at work. This isn't good. I want to find a new job but not by being fired from my current one. Suddenly panicking I jump out of bed and pull off my shirt, throwing it carelessly towards the hamper by the door. Socks follow and then my pants and underwear. Yanking my dresser drawers open to grab clean clothes I accidentally pop a handle off again. It was a cheap thrift store find and does that sometimes. I hastily pull clothes on, struggling to get my morning wood stuffed in my briefs. Once I'm dressed I dig through my dirty pants to find my wallet and keys. I hate panicking and rushing like this. Especially when I finally felt well rested for the first time in months. I pat my pockets for the usual trinity of wallet, phone, and keys. I come up one short. Looking around frantically for a minute leads to finding my phone on the bed under a fold of the blanket. I quickly check to see if I have any missed calls or texts from work. They've done both before to tell me to come in to cover a shift or tell me my schedule change for the next day. Surprisingly, there aren't any texts or calls. Unusually, there are no notifications at all. Looking closely, my phone isn't even connected to Wi-Fi, data, or even a cell signal. Great, another thing to worry about. I look at the time to see how late I am and I'm very confused. It still says 4.04 p.m. Something isn't right here. Belatedly realizing something was different, I pat my pockets again. Sure enough, I have an extra item in with my wallet. I pull out a slightly tarnished old metal stopwatch, and the memories of yesterday after work come flooding back. The weird antique store, the amazingly beautiful and dangerously sexy woman-slash-succubus shopkeeper, and the stopwatch that somehow affected time. That's when it hits me, there's no other sounds. The only thing I can hear is me. No noise from the busy road, no random house noises. Nothing. After leaving the shop the second time I used the stopwatch again to cross the road and must have left time stopped. The date on my phone confirms it. Although how my phone is even working right now is something of a mystery. I carefully press the right button on the stopwatch. 
My phone gets a signal again, and the sounds come rushing back. The road noise, the random house noises, and the sound of my housemate Brady talking loudly to a woman in the next room over. I flop back on my bed letting the panic die down. He's a junior at college who somehow got kicked out of the notorious party fraternity on campus. I never got a straight answer out of him about it but I get the impression it had to do with sex somehow. Our other two housemates think the same but Brady has never confirmed it. Given how much he focuses on sex and getting laid it wouldn't surprise me. Sometimes his escapades annoy me but being a voyeur, they sometimes turn me on if he brings a sexy sounding woman to bed. And today his partner sounds pretty sexy. In between Brady's brashness her voice carries through and makes me wish she was in my room instead. I wonder what she looks like. I'll frequently imagine what the women look like based on their voice and then see if my guess is accurate when they leave. I start to do that when I realize I don't have to imagine it. I sit up with stopwatch in hand and freeze time. With everything silent again I get up and leave my room, walking the few steps down the hall to Brady's door. I pause a moment. Should I really be doing this? It seems wrong but somehow feels so right. I get the feeling my better judgment is fighting with my lust and growing arousal. My internal debate rages for a few moments until my horny exhibitionist slash voyeuristic side wins. I open the unlocked door to see Brady's surprisingly clean room. Well, sort of surprising. He's told me many times that a clean room makes you more likely to get laid. He's leaning back on his bed with his usual cocky, borderline narcissistic smile. He likens himself to being almost as good and good-looking as the famous football player he shares a name with, but that he's probably better in bed than the star quarterback. I don't really care about the last part, and the first part is sort of laughable since he lets slip he was on his high school JV team, and he certainly isn't on the team now that he's in college. The woman is a beautiful blonde perched on the edge of his computer chair. She's in a tight short skirt and baby doll t-shirt combo with classic red heels. It's clear they were on a lunch date or something and ended up here. Her outfit really shows off her lean toned body and smooth, light golden skin. Her long legs are crossed and her chest looks to be moderately big, maybe a C or D cup, depending on what kind of bra she has on. Her face has tasteful makeup highlighting and accentuating her naturally pretty face with her straight blonde hair falling past her shoulders. I really don't know how a loud-mouthed arrogant guy like Brady keeps bringing such beautiful women home. I ignore Brady and walk over to his guest to have a closer look at her. Again knowing it's sort of wrong but really arousing, I crouch down right in front of her and look up her short black skirt. I can just see a hint of red panties. Shakily I pull the bottom hem of her skirt up to get a better view. It's a little triangle of red with thin little strips that make me think she has a G-string or thong. Surprised I actually just did that I let go of her skirt, and it stays pulled up. Not wanting to give Brady a free show I smooth the fabric back down, inadvertently rubbing over her crotch and the smooth, bare skin of her upper thighs. I get a big jolt of arousal from touching her, and my cock is again straining in my jeans. Thinking I should maybe leave I quickly stand up. Now I have a great view staring down at her cleavage and my arousal jumps again. I just love boobs and she has a nice set of them. From standing over her I can see a bit of white bra under her white shirt. I move around to the side of her to get a better view. Staring at her cleavage I get an increase in both my arousal and the temptation to touch her more. Again part of me knows this is wrong but a louder part of me, the horny lusty aroused part, thinks this is an amazingly sexy opportunity. I reach down and caress the warm smooth skin of the exposed top swell of her breasts. It's amazing and after more caressing of her skin I reach further down to grope her firm breasts over her shirt, squeezing them a few times. 
Her arms are partially in the way since she's on her phone. I glance down at it out of curiosity to see she's texting someone, I'm guessing a close friend named Megan by the content. Seems this woman's name is Jessica. Megan, how's the date going? Make it to dude's place? Jessica, at his place. Thought he was nice. Do she want to be frat boy? Ugh. Megan, that bad? Jessica, lots OSM thinks. Prob not good at sex either. Going to leave soon. Megan, want help? Well, she has Brady figured out. At this point he is a wannabe frat boy. I don't know about the sex part. I rarely see the same woman more than a couple times, so maybe? I lean down more to see that Jessica hasn't typed a response yet. Of course, leaning down more also brings me closer to her breasts and more temptation. I hesitate for a long moment again before succumbing to my arousal again and following my kinky desire. Shifting my hand groping her breasts back up to the top of her breasts I caress her bare skin. Before I can stop myself I push my hand under her brow. It's very snug so I push her brow out away from her chest giving me a glimpse of her light brown nipples before sliding my hand down to cup her breasts. I sigh happily at the feeling of her smooth skin and firm flesh. I can't really do much but squeeze her more but it feels great. And her little nipple firms up under my touch. I love the feel of her and groping her bare skin is turning me on even more. I haven't had the pleasure of feeling a woman for a while. It's been about half a year since my last girlfriend and I parted ways. We were good together for over a year but we slowly both realized we weren't great for each other and split amicably. It still hurt though and I haven't really put myself out there since then. I haven't fooled around with anybody either. Now I'm in my housemate's room groping the woman who came home with him. A gorgeous woman who's already planning on leaving because of his douchey attitude. I'd love it if you came and fucked me before heading home. I mutter giving her breast another squeeze. Then he could listen to me having sex for once. My conscience kicks in and I reluctantly pull my hand out of her tight shirt. I fix her top as best I can, groping her lightly in the process. Taking a step back I look at her sexy form again. Her clothes are back in place, or at least very close to where they were. Sighing I force myself to leave and go back to my room. I want more but I'm so turned on I don't know where I'll draw the line if I keep playing with her. On the upside I know who I'll be masturbating to later. I sit on my rumpled bed and almost pull my cock out right there but I want to hear what happens in Brady's room. I pull the stopwatch out of my pocket and start time again. There's a long, loud surprised moan from Jessica and Brady quiets down before saying something enthusiastically. It's pretty arousing hearing her moan that much just from playing with her breasts. Maybe she's really sensitive there? That would be fun. Or maybe she feels everything I did to her all at once. It's not like I'll be able to ask her. Brady's voice rapidly goes from enthusiastic, to whining, to sort of angry, to more whining, and finally sullen and petulant. All with the backdrop of Jessica's steady firm voice. I'm guessing he expected sex after her long moan and she told him no. His poor reaction fits someone like him getting rejected. I hear his door open and the loud click of high-heeled shoes in the hallway with Brady yelling. Prudish bitch! Yep, real classy of him. I keep listening just in case he does something stupid or harmful. The heels stop before they reach the front door, and I jump when there's a knock at my door. I look at my sort of messy room and dirty clothes scattered by the hamper. I wasn't expecting company and my little panic earlier made a bit of a mess. I look around trying to think of what would make the biggest impact in a few seconds. Except I can have more than a few seconds. I stop time. Again, this is a pretty boring and mundane use for the powerful magic artifact from Lilith. I quickly straighten things up. 
My room could probably do with a deep cleaning, but I don't really want to do that right now. I'm wondering why Jessica knocked on my door, and I don't want to wait too long to find out. I do put fresh sheets on the bed, though, replacing the wrinkled ones that I slept on. With things a lot neater, I start time again and open the door. Um, yes? I stammer a bit. Even knowing she's there, I still get a little flustered. Can I help you with anything? I try to be polite. She gives me an appraising look, seeming to like what she sees. Hi, I came here with him after a date. She jerks her thumb towards a not very happy Brady leaning out of his room. I was thinking about fooling around with him, but he has way away too many problematic things and issues for me. Brady flips her off. Fuck you too, bitch. Yep, he's keeping it classy. Jessica points at him. See what I mean? Anyways, I'm still horny and you seem like a decent guy with a good bod. Want to have some fun? She leans into my room provocatively. What the fuck, you fucking bitch whore? Brady yells. I bought you lunch. You should be putting out for me and not that pathetic asshole. Wow, I guess I know what he really thinks of me. I was hesitating with the weirdness of Jessica suddenly propositioning me, but his outburst convinces me. I step back and hold my hand out. I would love to have fun with a beautiful woman like you. She takes my hand and flips the bird down the hallway as she enters my room and closes and locks the door. That is an excellent answer. She says looking around my smallish room and nodding at how it's mostly clean and neat. One moment. She pulls out her phone and sends a quick message, probably to her friend Megan, before turning back to me. Okay, that's done. She says, putting her phone in her purse and dropping it on the floor. A firm shove pushes me backwards until my legs hit the bed. Another firm push from her, and I fall backwards onto it. With quick motion she unzips my jeans and pulls them and my briefs down. I scoot back onto the bed and lift my butt up to help and soon she has me naked from the waist down. She grins happily as my throbbing erection. I've been told I'm above average size and Jessica seems to like what she sees. She reaches under her skirt and pulls down her bright red little panties. In removing them she also takes off her shoes. I'm not sure why this is happening but I like where things seem to be going. The sexy blonde climbs on the bed straddling me, her spread legs pushing her tight black skirt up. It's just high enough for me to see her wet pussy and neatly trimmed triangle of dark blonde hair. With no warning or foreplay she lines herself up and lowers herself onto me. She's very wet and ready to go. A few small bounces and the hot blonde bottoms out, taking my whole cock in her tight channel to our mutual moans and groans of pleasure. She sits there with her full weight on my hips as she adjusts to feeling my hard rod buried inside her. I've had unprotected sex a few times before but this is by far the best I've ever felt. I'm also extremely aroused so that might be coloring things a bit. Jessica starts rocking on me, slowly at first but rapidly picking up speed until she's bouncing energetically on me. The sound of her fucking me and her loud moans are sure to be carrying through the thin walls. My idle thought that Brady has to listen is pushed out by the amazing feeling of this sexy blonde riding me hard. I grab her hips and push her dress up until the stretchy black fabric is bunched around her waist. I stare at her sexy pussy wrapped wonderfully around my cock, watching her lips stretch tight around me as she bounces up and down. Looking up to her chest I see her breasts bouncing firmly under bra and shirt. I really want to see her bare chest. Struggling slightly I pull my own shirt off before sliding my hands up her waist. I grab the bottom hem of her shirt and push it up revealing a smooth stomach. She doesn't seem to care too much about taking her shirt off. Jessica seems singularly focused on riding me hard. I pull on her shirt some and she follows my lead, leaning forward and raising her arms so I can remove her garment.
reaching behind her, and with only a little fumbling, I unhook her bra. She lets me take that off too, leaving her wonderfully topless. With how good she feels and how turned on I am, I'm honestly a little surprised I've lasted this long without blowing my load. Seeing her soft, full breasts, see cups with light brown nipples and no tan lines, has me just about lose it. I reach up with both hands to grasp her breasts. I love feeling them bounce and shake firmly against me as Jessica rides my hard cock. She's panting and moaning even more now. Her noise is getting more labored as she is obviously close to coming. I shift my hands down until I'm cupping under her breasts so I can still see her nipples and breasts bounce and jiggle on top of feeling them. Jessica starts to shudder on top of me before she slams herself down, impaling herself on my hard pole. She screams out loudly in pleasure as her pussy clamps down and ripples on my cock. That pushes me over too and I grunt and moan loudly, my hips bucking as I shoot my cum deep inside her. She collapses forward on my chest, both of us breathing hard as we recover. I'm content laying there still inside her but soon she starts to stir and sits up. The movement gives both of us a little surprise I'm still hard. Even though I just came my cock isn't getting soft at all, which is not my usual experience. Wow, still ready to go. I'd love to stay and have more fun but I fucked you and I need to head home now. That seems odd to me. Well the whole situation is odd but something about her specific phrasing reminds me of something. Do you have something for the mess? She asks looking around. Yeah, just use my t-shirt. It's clean and I have more. I reach up for my discarded shirt and find the stopwatch on it. I pick it up and stare at it, thinking about what I did in Brady's room. Are you going to grab your shirt? Jessica asks above me. I wave my hand holding the watch. What's in my hand? Your hand? She looks at me like I'm being silly. Is that a trick question? Your hand? Air? I don't know. Can you hand me your shirt? She seems like she's getting slightly annoyed, which is understandable. She can't see the stopwatch. That's very interesting. Before she can get more annoyed I push the right button and stop time. With Jessica still riding me. She still feels fantastic and her breasts above me look great. It's very tempting to play with her tight now. I close my eyes instead and think. What exactly did I do in Brady's room? I looked at her, groped her, felt under her shirt, and said something? What did I say? I don't remember exactly what but it was something about me wanting her to fuck me instead before going home. And she just fucked me hard and now has to go home. Is that it? Another part of Lilith's stopwatch? Can it implant suggestions or orders or whatever when time is stopped? I open my eyes to look up at sexy Jessica. Well, there's an easy way to test this. Jessica, squeeze your breasts once, say I'm a little teapot, then clap your hands twice. I figure those are random enough she's not likely to do all three of those in a row on her own. I restart time and watch closely. Jessica squeezes her breasts firmly while saying, I'm a little teapot. Then she claps her hands twice. Are you going to hand me the shirt? If not, it's your bed and your mess. I quickly stop time again. She does exactly what I said. Not only does this stopwatch stop time, but it seems to make people do things I tell them to without them realizing it. This is amazing and incredibly powerful. And I don't even know what the left button does besides make me feel a little weird. I look at the frozen Jessica still riding me and all sorts of sexy possibilities pop into my head. Again my extremely aroused lusty slash horny side acts before I rein myself in. I go with the simplest and broadest suggestions slash order for her. Without a lot of thought I say, Jessica, you should let me fuck you however I want before you go home. 
smiling widely the part of me that thinks this is wrong is drowned out by lust-fueled thoughts. I unfreeze time to see what Jessica says. She looks down at me coyly. You know what, I don't need to clean up and go just yet. I just fucked you. It's your turn to fuck me. How do you want me, big boy? Still smiling, I plant my feet on the bed with bent knees and tip the blonde beauty forward. She follows my lead and lays on my chest, smushing her wonderful breasts against me. I reach down to grab her firm rear and start thrusting up into her. She starts moaning loudly as I fuck her. I get the great feeling of her breasts pressed against me while I use her but as leverage to fuck her up and down on me. This position has me doing most of the work, which I don't mind at all, but I realize something. Jessica isn't doing much of anything except lay on me. I slow down and ask Jessica. Do you not want to have sex? You aren't doing anything. She picks her head up. I just fucked you. Now it's your turn to fuck me however you want. Just let me know what positions you like and I'll take whatever you give me. She says it like I'm being silly. I stop time again and look at the beautiful woman. She's basically a passive partner right now. That could maybe be fun sometime, but it's not really what I want right now. Jessica, I want you to be an enthusiastic partner with whatever sex act I want. That should cover things, I hope. I unfreeze time. The change is immediately noticeable. She goes from laying there to holding me tight and bouncing her ass in time with my thrusts. She basically twerks on me while I pound up into her. Her pussy spasms on my cock and she's a lot more vocal now. Especially when she has another minor orgasm. A few intense minutes later and I blow a second load deep inside her and afterwards I'm still hard and wanting more. Not knowing where I'm getting the energy, maybe I slept well, I let go of her but... Sliding my hands up her body I work them in between us to grab her wonderful breasts. I push her up slightly until most of her torso's weight is being supported by my hands firmly holding her breasts. The sensation of her jiggling flesh in my hands is great. Even more so when I start thrusting up into her again. Every bounce of her body is translated to me through her bouncing breasts, all while she moans loudly in pleasure. Jessica fucks me back but after a while she starts to falter, especially once she has another orgasm. She leans more heavily against my hands as I keep up the strong pace for a bit more. Her pussy spasming on my cock again pushes me over and I blast her insides with my cum again. Easing her back down we both gasp for air as we recover. After we catch our breath I grab my shirt and help Jessica off me while she contains our combined discharge fairly well. I have her stand up by the side of the bed and bend over. Ooh, this is just about my favorite position. Jessica says as she presses her torso against the bed and wiggles her raised butt at me. Holding her hips I line myself up to take her from behind. She's still just as tight and feels just as good when I push myself back into her slick, welcoming channel. I start fucking Jessica again, her moans and screams somewhat muffled with her face against the bed. She really likes it when I grab her slim waist and hold her firmly in place while I pound away. She orgasms twice in rapid succession that way, making my cock very happy. She has a great ass that I'm happy to watch but I want to play with her breasts too. After her most recent orgasm I stop thrusting with me buried inside her pussy. Leaning over her I reach forward and cup both of her breasts, each about a handful. The hot blonde moans as I guide her to sort of stand up. She keeps her butt firmly against me and arches her back until her torso is mostly vertical. She's almost in a similar position to a figurehead on the prow of an old ship. It does two main things. First, I get to play with her breasts. Second, it changes the angle of my cock in her to be a lot tighter and puts the head of my cock rubbing against her G-spot. I start fucking her again but slowly to start. 
We can't fuck quite as hard or as deep in this position, but it feels amazing. I love feeling her tight pussy on my cock while I hold her breasts firmly, feeling them shake with every thrust. This time I come first and keep fucking unsteadily for another pleasure-filled minute or so until Jessica screams out with another orgasm too. We both collapse forward on the bed with me making sure I don't put too much weight on her. After a few minutes I realize that Jessica is getting fairly tired while I feel like I could keep going. I guess she has orgasmed quite a few times with lots of moaning and screaming. I want to do one more thing before we stop though. I slowly pull out with her holding another shirt up to catch the fluid leaking out of her. Despite the multiple orgasms I still seem to be shooting loads of cum every time. Once she wipes herself off she stays leaning over the bed with legs spread. Her thoroughly fucked pussy is flushed open and still glistening with liquid arousal. It's quite the sight that would have me instantly hard if I wasn't already. As sexy as she is like this I want to have some different sexy fun. Gently helping her up on the bed I roll Jessica on her back where she lays there tiredly. I grab some hand lotion and squirt a generous portion into my palm to warm it up before rubbing Jessica's breasts liberally, making sure to get extra makeshift lube in between them. As soon as she realizes what I'm doing she perks back up with tired excitement. I've only been lucky enough to have my cock on breasts a couple of times. Sadly it wasn't a thing any of my girlfriends liked. I might have tried this with her sitting up and working my shaft but with how tired she seems I figure this might be better. And I've always wanted to try this position. Carefully straddling her flat stomach and with a little adjusting I end up with my hard cock laying in the lotioned up valley between her full C-cup breasts. Without prompting Jessica starts massaging her breasts against my shaft, gently sliding them on either side of me before firmly squishing them together. She's not busted enough to envelop my cock but she has big enough breasts to press her soft, smooth flesh and make a wonderful tight valley to slide my cock through. I love the look of them squished together in her hands like that. I take a few experimental slow thrusts to test what kind of motions I can do without harming her. Jessica starts to moan softly as I do, seeming to really like it too. Soon I'm thrusting in long strokes, sandwiched by her soft breasts, and it's as sexy and awesome as I thought it would be. As Jessica moans underneath me she makes sure to keep her nipples showing as she holds her breasts for me to fuck. I love watching her light brown points bounce around with her breasts shaking up and down with every movement. It's one of my fantasies come true and I think the only reason I last more than a minute is because I just came about a half dozen times. All too soon I get the familiar feeling of my impending orgasm. I give a quick warning but that seems to turn Jessica on even more. She moans louder, squeezing her breasts tighter against my shaft. That does it for me and I shoot another load on her breasts, upper chest, and neck. I'm surprised with the forcefulness of it. My cum really shoots out a lot more than it used to. Breathing heavily I carefully roll off Jessica and sit down next to her. I'm treated to a lovely sight as she caresses her breasts with a happy hum. After the long hard fucking she's a sweaty, sticky, hot, sexy mess. I grab a third t-shirt and gently wipe the mess off her chest. She moans a little from the attention and smiles tiredly at me. Smiling back I let my eyes roam over her body. Well, we should probably stop before you pass out on me. Unless you want to try for another round. Jessica giggles weakly at the prospect of more sex. You can fuck me more but I don't think I'll be able to do much besides lay here. She reaches down to her flushed pussy and gently rubs herself. She's pretty tender too but you can do whatever you whatever sexy thing you want. Seeing her obviously well used pussy and how worn out she is I shake my head. I would love to repeat this sometime but I think we should probably stop. It's hard to resist her sexy naked body but after all the sex my horny aroused side isn't as loud right now. Okay, 
If you're done fucking me, I should go home. She struggles weakly to get up. Can you hand me my purse? I don't think I can make it home on my own right now, so I'll call a friend. Her voice sounds slightly raspy, like she needs something to drink. Probably from all the moaning and screaming. Sure, we'll do. I say and slowly get off the bed. I'm pretty thirsty too. We both need something to drink. I hand Jessica her purse and open a dresser drawer to get gym shorts and a shirt. I need to put something on before I go get some water for both of us. Sudden loud banging on my door makes us jump. Dude! What the fuck, dude? Brady yells into the closed door. You steal the girl I bought lunch for and then I have to listen to you fuck her. Not cool, bro. Not. Cool. Once you get that bitch out of here you and me are gonna have it out. You hear me, you little shit. I'm standing there holding my clothes, sweaty and naked. I have a naked, sweaty, exhausted, and now scared woman in my bed and I realize we never introduced each other. She doesn't even know my name despite our prolonged fucking session. I have no idea what to do next. Then I grab Lilith's stopwatch off the bed. I can fix this. Somehow. I look at Jessica. Don't worry, I'll take care of him. Then I stop time again. Life has truly turned bizarre. Sexy, but bizarre. Chapter 3 Moving casually, no need to rush with time stopped, I get some clothes on. I need to think about how to fix this mess. I also need some water. Opening the door I'm greeted by an angry Brady, his fist raised to pound on the door again. I always sensed a bit of friction from him, but I passed it off as mainly a personality clash. Turns out the failed frat boy jock wannabe seems to think very poorly of me. I push him out of the way and discover something else. He's easy to move and stops when I let go. It's almost like one of those bendable action figures. He seems to naturally want to stay in a position where he won't fall over, although a quick test shows I could leave him where he would fall as soon as I start time again. Leaving him upright and stable I go to the kitchen and grab a couple of bottles of water from the fridge. I drink my water and eat some chips and cookies before returning to my room. Thinking she might want a snack I take some for Jessica as well. I put them on my small desk for her. The snack and water and time thinking really helped me figure things out. Not just Brady but what I did with Jessica. Basically telling her to let me do whatever I wanted to her sexually. I know that I should think it was wrong but my lusty slash kinky side thinks it was awesome. First things first though. I stand in front of my angry housemate. Brady, go to your room and wait there quietly and patiently for me to come talk to you. Don't communicate to anyone about this. Do not enter my room. That should do it for now. He shouldn't be able to leave his room or make this into a bigger mess. Hopefully. I close the door and look at the scared naked blonde on my bed. Jessica, calm down. You're safe in my room. Brady won't hurt you in here. Wait here quietly and patiently until I return. Don't communicate this situation to anybody until after I say you can. Taking a deep breath I unfreeze time. Brady, we'll talk about this later. I say loudly, more for Jessica's benefit. We both hear Brady's footsteps down the hall, and then his door slams. I exhale deeply. Crisis averted for now. On the bed Jessica was understandably panicking some but she looks relaxed and a lot calmer now. Where she had been trying to cover herself she simply lays back down on my bed. She smiles at me as my eyes roam over her naked body. That was kind of a scary ending. I almost want to go another round before I leave just to end on a high note. Hmm, that sounds great. I say, my semi-hard cock rising to attention again. Let me go deal with that jerk first though. I point to the adjoining wall. 
I have some water and snacks for you if you want them. I point to my desk. Ooh, thanks. She tries to roll over but after the hard sex, lots of orgasms, and moaning and screaming she's having a hard time getting her legs moving well. Chuckling I give her the water and snacks. Don't worry about crumbs, I think I have to wash the sheets anyways after our fun. She looks at the rumpled, damp sheets and agrees with a shrug. She sucks down some water and nibbles on some food while I leave the room. I'll be right back. I tell the now calm blonde before closing the door. Once in the hallway I stop time again. I don't know what I'm going to do about Brady but I want to see if I can get any answers from Lilith. I've always been good about not letting my lust and sex drive influence me do stupid or extreme things but with Jessica just now I went way out of bounds. I don't know if I'm just drunk with power or if there's something else going on and I can really only ask one person about it. Walking outside in the silent world I quickly make my way back to the antique store. Only once I'm in front of the barred doors and windows do I start time again. I stare at them, not really knowing if I should try knocking or something. The door suddenly loses the bars and has Lilith's name in gilt letters again. It opens just enough to show me her gorgeous face. Can you make this quick? I'm in the middle of something. I stare when I realize I don't see any fabric on the bit of shoulders I can see. My cock immediately stiffens at the idea that this insanely beautiful woman is naked. Woman? Succubus? Doesn't really matter. A long feminine moan drifts through the door and Lilith laughs at my wide-eyed reaction, then laughs even more when I stare at the tops of her gigantic bare breasts bouncing into view. What, you think you're the only one having fun? She asks playfully. And you had a lot of fun with that hot blonde. I wasn't sure you'd have it in you so quickly. Or in her. Way to go, Ben. Her massive breasts jiggle with her enthusiasm. Blushing and stammering I try to focus on talking and not her obvious nakedness. That's, um, what I wanted to ask you about. I was so turned on I kind of went overboard. I think. Yeah, it was awesome. Lilith replies happily. I told you I gave you an extra little gift. You'll always be ready for sex. That's why you could come so many times. She looks down at my shorts and licks her lips. A side effect is that it increased your arousal too. Increased my arousal? That's putting it mildly. I was so turned on I couldn't think straight. Lilith grins broadly at me. Oh, you could think fine. You were just focused on what to do with your arousal. That's all. Don't worry about it and have fun. She gives me a sultry look. You know you want to. I open and close my mouth a few times. She switches to a more serious tone. One word of advice, though. Don't let your arousal get too high or you might not be able to control your raw lust. You thought this was overboard? It'll be nothing compared to what will happen if you really lose it. That sounds very ominous. It'll still be fun and sexy though so maybe try it sometime. She pauses when a second woman moans loudly. Oops, time to go. I won't be able to answer the door for a while. I have my hands full here. She blows me a kiss, making her breasts bounce again, showing me even more of them. A third woman screams out in orgasm, her voice cut off as Lilith closes the door. It's dark and barred again. I stand there a minute before a car driving by brings me back to myself. I'm only wearing a t-shirt and gym shorts that are tented by my raging erection. I quickly stop time and head home. It gives me a little space to think. I have a succubus-made magic watch and I've been apparently, gifted, with a dick that never quits and massively, distractingly, high libido. I'm not sure what to do and after seeing Lilith I'm extremely turned on again. Her jacking up my arousal explains things a lot though. I briefly wonder what a succubus really is. She doesn't seem demonic. Dangerous, yes, but not evil. 
with the whole deal to get the stopwatch and coming back once every new moon it reminds me more of other old European mythologies. My feet take me home as I mull things over. It all seems ridiculous and wacky but everything makes more sense now. One thing stands out to me though, her warning to not let things build up too much. I come to the conclusion that I don't really want to see me completely out of control. Who knows what I would do in that state when I can control minds with the stopwatch. Weirdly, the way to prevent me completely losing control and doing something really extreme seems to be satiating my lust and having sex. After fucking Jessica I was still turned on but it wasn't overwhelming. This is just the kind of catch-22 a sex-based magical creature like a succubus would give. Entering my house I'm sorely tempted to play with the naked blonde in my room more but I want to take care of the serious matter first. Sighing I open Brady's door to see him sitting on his computer chair with fists balled up in anger. He is almost certainly going to start a fight as soon as he can. I stand there thinking for a while before I figure out what to say. Brady, you have no problems with anything I do or say. I figure that's broad enough. I hope. I look at his fists again. You won't ever use violence except in self-defense, and you won't ever threaten anybody with violence. That should keep Jessica safe. Looking at the stopwatch, I think of something else. Since it's clear he almost certainly doesn't think much of me, maybe I can use him as a test subject. Brady, you will always answer direct questions from me honestly. You will not do anything to harm me or any of my friends or guests in any way. I can always try more later. I leave his room and close the door before restarting time. Knocking on his door, he opens it after a few seconds. Yes? What do you want? He asks me in a fairly polite tone. Holding my thumb on the right button of Lilith's stopwatch, I go for the straightforward approach. I would never do this normally, but I'm feeling bolstered by the magical artifact. You wanted to talk to me about having sex with Jessica? Brady looks momentarily confused. Um, yeah? Sorry about that. It just surprised me, that's all. I don't have a problem with you, um, you know. He's suddenly apologetic and has lost all of his brashness. You mean you're okay with me having sex with her? I ask directly. Yeah, man, I guess so. I wanted to bang her, but I don't have a problem if you do. He trails off not really knowing what else to say. Did you listen to us? I ask. His face turns red. Yes, I kind of had to. He seems pretty embarrassed about that. What did you do while you listened? I masturbated. He looks mortified and quickly adds. I pulled up a porn and watched that too. I didn't just masturbate to you too. That's interesting. I nod and try not to smile but I'm curious about something. This should really show if he's being influenced by the stopwatch. Hey Brady, why did you get kicked out of the fraternity? He goes pale as he answers. I got caught fucking the fraternity president's mother. Then it came out I banged both his sisters and his brother. He didn't want people to know I slept with his mom and sisters and I didn't want people to know I slept with his brother. We agreed I'd get kicked out and never talk about it. He stops his explanation. Oh fuck. Please don't tell anybody that. Seriously, it would ruin me and my reputation. That's kind surprising but I honestly expected some sordid sex tale. I stare at him at him for a while before saying, We'll see, to his now terrified face before closing the door behind me as I leave. I doubt I'll make that public but it was a great test of the stopwatch's power. Grinning I return to my room to Jessica calmly eating some chips, still naked in my bed. Don't worry about Brady anymore. I jerk my thumb towards the wall. He won't bother you at all anymore. Despite using the stopwatch to tell her to calm down she sighs a breath of relief. Oh good. I was worried about him. She holds up her phone.
Can I call my friend now? So she can pick me up? Sure, sounds good. I take you home but I don't have a car. Although I could probably get one now. While Jessica calls her friend I take a good look around me. I have a few things in the common areas of the place but nearly everything I own is in this one small rented room. With Lilith's stopwatch I could probably get a much better place to live. I just need to figure out how to do that without leaving a paper trail that would be hard to explain. Excuse me. Jessica brings me out of my ruminations. What's your name? I missed it earlier. Benjamin, but call me Ben. I say. Okay, Ben. Nice to meet you, I'm Jessica. Can you? She looks slightly embarrassed. Can you hand me my clothes? I'm still a little shaky. I've never come that many times like that. Of course I can. I find her clothes scattered around the room wherever we flung them and hand them to her. Having Jessica naked in my bed suddenly makes my arousal rush back. I was super turned on talking to Lilith, but luckily it faded enough for me to deal with Brady. Now, I have a hard time concentrating on anything else besides the sexy blonde. As she sits up Jessica notices my eyes roaming over her body. Wow, after all that you want more? I nod yes. That would be fun but I'm kind of sore and I need to get dressed. My friend is going to be here in about ten minutes. She shrugs apologetically, making her lovely C-cup breasts bounce. Hey, can you give me your number? Maybe we can hook up again later. Guess she thinks positively about me and the experience. I happily give her my number before she starts to pull on her clothes. I stop time before she can cover anything up. The voyeur in me wants to check out her sexy body more before she leaves. I'm really tempted to take a few pictures of her but I'm just rational enough to know that an electronic trail of nude pictures might not be the best idea. Looking at her clothes I have an idea fueled by my strong voyeuristic streak. Jessica, you don't have to wear underclothes. You should be able to show off your sexy body. I stare at her a bit more before restarting time. I really want to play more but her swollen pussy is looking more reddish than pink after the fucking and orgasming so many times. I don't want to push her from pleasurably sore to uncomfortably sore. Hiding most of my grin, Jessica pulls on her tight black skirt and her tight white t-shirt. She leaves her bra and panties off, putting them by her purse. We make awkward small talk while waiting for her friend with Jessica flashing her pussy the whole time. Her nipples are showing through her white top too, along with her obviously braless breasts. My arousal is growing but as much as I want to play with her more I recognize her body needs a break. Soon enough we hear a car pull into the small driveway and Jessica gets a text. Time for her to go. Want me to walk you out? Um, sure. You don't have to though. And you're um. She looks pointedly at my cock tenting my gym shorts. Let me get some pants on. I quickly strip before pulling on briefs and jeans while she gets her high heels back on. Now more presentable I walk her out to her waiting friend. She gets out of the car when she sees Jessica and another rush of arousal hits me. Jessica's friend is another beauty with short pale blonde hair framing her pretty face. She looks to be in her mid-twenties as well and has a body that's almost the textbook definition of the term short stack. She's a bit shorter than average with a bit of a thicker frame. Her choice of jeans and a scoop neck shirt highlight her nice legs, nice butt, nice waist, and massive chest showing a fair bit of cleavage. As a lover of breasts seeing her chest really gets me going. Girl, why are not not wearing your bra? She says to Jessica. Somebody's gonna run into things staring at your headlights. Jessica mumbles something about not wanting to wear it, and Megan laughs it off. Hey, at least you got your panties on, right? She jokes. Her laughter dies out when Jessica mumbles something else. What? You're really going commando?
well to each their own. You want to flash the world that's on you. It's interesting that she seems to take the lack of underwear and stride like it's no big deal. Jessica deflects by introducing us. Ben, this is my friend Megan. Megan, this is Ben, the housemaid of that other guy. I politely shake her hand while trying not to stare at her chest. I quickly stop time so I can get it out of my system. Except it doesn't help with that. Seeing her like this just turns me on more. With a shaky hand I reach out to feel Megan's breasts. I now know the jolt of arousal and increased desire I get is in large part due to Lilith's gift. To me. I mean, I would be aroused anyways but nothing as strong or almost overwhelming like this. I look around and see a couple walking by, cars on the road, and a jogger across the street. All of them frozen in place on this early summer evening here in Denver. The couple is even looking this way, which gives my exhibitionist side a thrill even though they can't see me. I pull up Megan's shirt to uncover her soft belly and sturdy beige bra. She looks odd with the fabric bunched up above her breasts so I pull her shirt higher. It's easy to move her like an action figure until her arms are pointing straight up, making it easier to take her top off. I pull her shirt up over her head until it's up above her elbows. I let go of the fabric, and it stays hanging in place. Quickly unhooking her heavy bra I pull that up, leaving it on her arms too. With her arms stretched up like they are her huge breasts are pulled up higher on her chest. She has wide pink areola and thick nipples capping her huge soft breasts. With a lusty moan I grab each breast in a hand, marveling at how soft they are. I don't know what size she is but each memory is well over a handful. They are easily the biggest pair I've ever been lucky enough to play with. I squeeze them before letting them go and staring wide-eyed at the scene. This is fulfilling my voyeuristic and exhibitionist kinks and fantasies in a way I never thought would be possible. I have another brief internal debate about what to do but the super-aroused lusty side wins out again. I don't know whether to thank Lilith or not for putting me in this sexually amazing, but morally questionable situation. Leaning forward I grab one huge breast with both hands and bring my face down to it. I start kissing and licking her soft skin and rapidly hardening thick nipple. I make the decision that if I'm going to play with someone I'm going to make sure they always get pleasure out of it too. After giving one breast a lot of attention I switch to the other. More kissing and licking and sucking and another thick nipple gets erect. I've never played with breasts for this long in one go before so I take my time getting to know her chest. I taste all over her breasts, lick around her wide areola, and kiss and suck and lick on her firm thick nipples. After a long while I simply rest my face against her chest with a happy sigh. Fuck, I hope you love getting your breasts played with as much as I loved playing with them. Standing upright I realized that while playing with her breasts alleviated some of my lust it really cranked me up too. My cock is straining in my pants and almost desperately wants release. Megan's bare breasts right in front of me seem to be the obvious choice to help with that. I notice her breasts are frozen in place, pushed to the sides somewhat from my face being buried between them. I reach out and push one up and let go. It stays up where I left it. That's really interesting. Grabbing it again I give her breast a little shake and I'm treated to her large breasts jiggling in my hand. It seems my hands affect things differently. Interesting and maybe something to test. That brief thought get pushed out as I have another, more fun thought. I grab each huge breast in a hand and shake them back and forth, slapping them against each other. I've always wanted to do this and I love the way each breast moves and ripples heavily in my hands. It's an impressive and sexy sight. That's finally what does it for me. I push her breasts up and together and let go quickly with them staying high and proud on her chest. I unzip my pants and pull out my cock. That's great but sort of awkward so I strip off my pants and underwear entirely. 
My shirt follows until I'm stark naked in the driveway. Well, naked except for my shoes. Thinking Jessica could join the fun, I'd pull her skirt up around her waist and her shirt up above her head with her arms up. I play her chest too and gently run finger over her swollen nether lips, still wet with arousal. I almost get distracted by her beautiful breasts, but I want to have fun with Megan right now. Back in front of the busted short blonde, I realize I can't really see Jessica anymore. I'm fairly strong and figure I could probably reposition her so I can look at her while playing with her friend. I go to carefully pick her up but she seems to only weigh a few pounds with time stopped. It's incredibly easy to move her around behind Megan. While I'm at it I spread her legs slightly and shift her body to a pose that really displays her pussy and breasts. I give them a little more attention too. It's not like I don't have the time. With the taller blonde exposed and on display behind her, I turn my attention back to Megan and her big breasts. After playing with them I really want to get my cock between them. She's not quite the right height though. With some careful positioning I put Megan in an almost impossible pose. She's basically squatting down and leaning forward with her back arched. It's the most ridiculous and sexy yoga-looking pose that has her huge breasts right at cock level for me. I grab her soft breasts and slide my cock in between them. Doing the same thing as earlier I smack her breasts together, this time not only seeing but feeling the rippling flesh as her heavy breasts hit my hard cock. It's amazing and I do it a few more times. I just love touching your boobs. I mutter. And I'm sure I'm going to love fucking them. Holding her breasts with my hands I start to fuck them. Feeling her smooth, soft skin against my shaft along with the heavy weight of them shaking and jiggling against me is better than I imagined something like this would be. Seeing her breasts and pink nipples and Arela shaking under my hands adds to it too. Almost embarrassingly quickly I feel myself about to come. Not wanting to make a mess I pull my cock away and finish myself with my hand while groping a huge breast. I look back and forth between the two sexy women. My seed spills on the grass by the driveway as I grunt and moan in pleasure. Oh fuck yeah, your boobs feel amazing. I moan, still holding onto one tightly. Damn, I bet they feel great with anybody lucky enough to play with them. Panting with my cock still hard and wanting more I have an idea. I press Megan's breasts firmly together and let go, leaving them squished against each other. I lean forward and grab her shoulders. Lining up my cock I slowly press it forward between them. Amazingly, they mostly stay where they are with my cock barely squeezing between the soft skin and oddly firm flesh. Ugh, so good. I moan. I start slowly fucking her breasts and get the fantastic feeling of her smooth skin paired with a tight channel between them. It's kind of like I have my dick in the tightest pussy but with the heavy weight of big breasts added. Ugh. So fucking good, oh fuck. I move a little faster and the feeling has me grunting out single words. Fuck. Love cock fucking breasts feel so good. It's the fucking best. Her breasts jiggle slightly as I fuck them. The wide areola and thick nipples shaking and on full display as my cock slides back and forth between her luscious mounds. This time I don't pull my cock away when I feel myself getting close. Instead I keep fucking her big breasts to push me over the edge. Grunting and moaning I shoot my pearly white cum between them. After a while I step back, breathing heavily as my orgasm subsides. You are both amazing at sex. Well, at least amazing feeling when getting fucked. I hope that feels as good for you as it did for me. They don't answer of course but looking at their sexy naked bodies on display is quite a sight. Feeling like my arousal has gone down some I head back inside to grab a towel to clean up the mess I made. I wipe off Megan's breasts, taking care of all my cum. I make sure to rub them extra thoroughly in the process. 
With the now dirty towel in my laundry hamper I turn my attention to getting the pair of women dressed again. Jessica is fairly easy. I carry her to about where she was and pull down her shirt and skirt. I pose her in roughly the same position as she was when I stopped time. Again I can't seem to do something like that without my hands automatically fondling and groping her at least a little bit. After positioning her back like she was, Megan is a little more challenging. Getting her sturdy bra back on takes some figuring out. I've taken bras off but I haven't put any on. Her being frozen helps with it though. Once it's in place, at least as well as I can manage, I pull her shirt back down with some groping and fondling for her too. I look at the now fully dressed pair again as I slowly pull on my own clothes. You two are so sexy, I say as I get my pants on. This was amazing and I'd love to do it again and again. I realize I didn't do anything below Megan's waist. And there's so much more we could do. I definitely want us to play with each other and fuck more. That would be a lot of fun. Thinking about why I don't just play with them more now I realize it's because we could all use a shower and Jessica could use some recovery time. While it doesn't really gross me out or anything I'm not a huge fan of cum. I would prefer to have them showered and cleaned up better before I start kissing and licking them again. Fully dressed now I restart time. Jessica, and especially Megan, immediately moan in surprise and pleasure. Megan starts screaming loudly with her orgasm as she stumbles back against her car. I hear gasps from the couple on the sidewalk and immediately stop time again. The pair I played with are clearly in the throes of pleasure. I'm guessing everything I did to them hit all at once, and it seems overwhelming. The couple by the street are staring in shock and pointing. Other people will notice stuff like this I guess. I really don't want anyone complaining about things like this so I go to the couple. Seeing them orgasm is normal and nothing to worry about. They're holding hands on a Saturday evening stroll and they seem like a nice couple so I had something fun for them. Whenever you see someone orgasm you both get really turned on and will want to have some kind of sex as soon as possible. I figure that should help spice up their sex life. Back by the car I start time again. Jessica continues her moaning and Megan keeps screaming in pleasure. I guess her breasts are pretty sensitive to get that kind of reaction. I glance at the couple and they're both still staring but this time with looks of lust on their faces. Jessica recovers first but she's still a little shaky from earlier, while Megan eventually stops screaming and leans against the car gasping for breath. I hear quick footsteps and the couple turned around and they're jogging away, presumably to go bang each other. That's fun. I should do stuff like that more often. Once they've both recovered enough the pair turns to me. You know. Megan says looking me up and down. Want to come back to my place with us? She asks in a sultry tone, obviously propositioning me. Jessica nods agreement. I stand there speechless a moment, long enough to get puzzled expressions. I quickly stop time again to think. Do I want to go home with them? I look at stopwatch and the frozen world around me. What do I want to do? There are so many possibilities with this. Do I go home with this pair? Go to the nearby college? They have a gym, swimming pool, library, and more. It's Saturday evening so hardly any classes. Bars and restaurants are nearby. Some shopping too. I could go back to my work and really mess with people. With Megan and her car here I could have her take me wherever I want. Lots of cliched fantasies run through my head and I lean against the car thinking. There are so many options I don't know what to do. Continue in the next part.